2: Welcome back to Cultaholic Island. It is Desert Island Graps once more in your ears. Joined today by a man who, with your eyes, you may be one of over 800,000 subscribers. And you're barely getting started as well. Uh, You've seen him reacting, protracting, contracting, and interacting with WWE 2K and other video games as well. Even got to pancake slap ricochet the other day. He
3: certainly (laughs) did. He's lived to tell the tale as well it's brandon collins Brandon, thank you for having me man look i told you before we started i've been watching you guys for years so i'm absolutely excited to be on the podcast today and as i
2: said to you if i'd known you were watching i'd have tried harder
3: (laughs) appreciate
2: you being there
3: you're off to the rumble on saturday you excited oh i'm so excited this is gonna be my first time in front row i got all my friends coming with me this is gonna be so fun now, where are we going to be able to see you? Are you hard cam? Yeah, yeah, I'll be front row hard cam. I'll be wearing a red T-shirt. I'll be, you'll probably see me in my vlog camera. I'm, I'm so excited, man! Incredible. Now, um. How how much do these tickets go for
2: front row? For oh the my god! I dread <laughs> so, not not to put you on the sh- on the spot and not to make you seem gauche, but I'm just intrigued.
3: So usually, like I I usually whatever money I get back from like you know YouTube AdSense, we put it right back into the channel, right? So this is hands down the most expensive video I've ever done. <laughs> um, so the 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 total price was eighteen thousand dollars for the for front row. And and that, that comes with like the uh, the hotel package and everything. Okay. And then I had to get my cameraman a plane ticket. So in total, it came out to $20,000. Jeez. <laughs> I know, man. I've been doing sponsorships to make that money back. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be listing out like midway
2: through. You shout, somebody in the front row shouting about NordVPN. <laughs> He's going to make the money back.
3: Do you at least do you get to keep the chair, though, Brandon? Because I know sometimes they let you keep the chair. Yeah, yeah, we should be able to keep the chairs. That's what it says on the uh, on the itinerary thing. So hopefully, we're going to keep the chairs. I have like two of them. Oh, really? Which ones have you already got? So I, uh, it's been a while. So there is. Back when 2K18 was, come out, was about to come out, I think it was 2K18, 2K invited us to the WWE warehouse where we could see like literally everything that WWE has. Um, so there was like WrestleMania signs everywhere. It was crazy. Um, and at the end, they just said, we have a bunch of these pay-per-view chairs that we're not gonna ever do anything with. So they just let us have them. So, um, and my mom came with me to that event. So she was able to get a chair and I was able to get a chair. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I don't remember what they are, but I think one of them has Eddie Guerrero on it, so that's amazing. I love that. Just like, hey, take a chair whilst you're here. That's amazing. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Can you
2: uh, – I don't want to spoil it, so please tell – please uh, you plead the fifth on this if you so choose to, because I'm thinking you'll be filming a, a vlog front row of Rumble. Are you doing odds and evens for the Rumble? What do you mean? Well, like, where you'll, you'll – I've seen you do it on the game, where, like, one of you will get the odd numbers, so you'll oh. get the even numbers. And I wonder whether you're going to do that live. I'm just trying well, to find out how you're going to roll with it
3: so we're thinking about doing like predictions like right before the matches start so like uh we'll be sitting down when a match ends then the cameraman my, my cameraman brent he's gonna be like filming me and then i'll probably just be giving my predictions okay i mean it's amazing that you're gonna be there at all i'm, I'm buzzing yeah. are you taking signs I was thinking about taking a sign, right? Because the sign I was thinking about bringing is just the YouTube logo with my name on it. <laughs> Easy. So I, I'm not too short, but we have shirts that have QR codes on it. So if you like, if you see me on camera, you put your phone up and it'll take you right to my channel. <laughs> oh,
2: this is why. So my. that's the plan.
3: We got to get, get that free promo
2: in there. <laughs> You're a wizard at this. You're a wizard, you know? Brandon. And uh, I want to talk about your, your YouTube journey because like n- nobody plays the game quite like you do and you. Uh, uh no they thank you for the work you do <laughs> uh, but we're also going to talk about um, your, your life and time as a wrestling fan as well and while you're here we're going to ask you to choose three wrestling matches to metaphorically watch metaphorically on a desert island metaphorically <laughs> so um we'll go through them as the show goes on uh, but you when i say to you for the, your first match a match that has some significance to you that you'd love to watch whilst waiting for help on a desert Island. what would you like that first match to be
3: i think that first match would be i know it's real recent but cody rose versus seth rollins and hell in a cell that <sighs> that hit me differently man like i don't know that was you know like that's as real as it's going to get, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know how to describe it. That one really left an impact on me.
2: I think you, like all of us, would have just audibly gasped when Cody took his jacket off and you realize, oh, he's that his 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 his, his tit is hanging off the bone here. <laughs> <laughs> he's kinda, that was that was
3: that the reaction in your house as well? Was it was it a very loud gasp? It was like a loud gasp and just like the arena, it was quiet. Like we were just in shock that this was actually happening. And I think one of my favorite things about that match, even though you could tell he was in pain, you could see it, it's he finished that match and it was a really good match too it wasn't just like he's injured so it's like a little less than what he would usually give he gave his all in that match I think and Seth did incredible as well that chef's kiss it's a masterpiece
2: are we I mean Cody in the rumble on Saturday I mean without giving away your predictions for your video are we
3: feeling is this Cody's rumble See, that my heart says Cody, but like my head is going different ways just because of who could pop up. You know, there's rumors that The Rock will be there. I don't know if he'll be in the Rumble, but I feel like he'll come after. I'm not sure. I don't know, but I I think I got Cody winning. I think I got Cody winning. Cody's
2: a good, a safe bet to do it. What have you made of? Obviously, we only saw him for a couple of months, and then uh, off he disappeared to go and have his his tip put back on. Uh, (laughs) But what did you make of, of Cody's
3: first journey back into WWE? Look, Cody is one of my favorites ever. Like when I first got into wrestling, I got into wrestling like a little late, you know, I'm only 23. So I started watching in like 2008, 2009. And that was when Cody was doing like, you know, the, the gimmick with the mask and all that, the paper bags and stuff, you know what I'm talking about. So I've, I've always loved everything that Cody has done. Um, so when he came back, I was super excited. Um, I was there at WrestleMania when he came back. Um, they've used that clip many times in their promo packages, which got me excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, Cody's one of my favorites. So when he came back, I was very excited. And I just feel like he, people may disagree, but I feel like he fits WWE better than he did in AEW. That's just my opinion though. That's just, he just feels like a WWE guy
2: and i like that they they ported the aew elements of him though over with him to wwe yeah which was, i was really surprised how much they they went in on his
3: aew persona yeah you know? same because like i was expecting him to come back as the American Nightmare, but I wasn't expecting music and all that. You know, like I thought, I thought we we're gonna hear the the old Cody Rhodes theme. I don't know what I was expecting, but
2: I was so hyped. So you got back, you got into wrestling, say two thousand nine. So you would have been what nine, ten years old around that point? Am I yeah, right? Yeah, that's thinking? correct. Uh, mm-hmm. You're the youngest out of your family. Yep. Uh, are you all the stereotypes of the youngest child?
3: what are those stereotypes because it depends um they get their
2: way all the time uh they're normally the ones that get into the least amount of trouble oh uh, no they will quite <laughs> often throw older siblings under the bus to avoid getting in trouble
3: <laughs> you know when i got in trouble a lot when i was a kid i was i was a bad kid like i was so bad that i ended up finding a program to not make me so bad <laughs> How,
2: what was yeah. what some of the, what was some of the things that you did that got you in trouble
3: so it was mainly just like school stuff. Like when I was at home, like I always like respected my mom, whatever, you know, um, it was always good there, but I just can't deal with attitudes. I can't deal with any of that. So when teachers would like hand pick me out and then be upset when I didn't do anything, oh my God, I would flare up. I would get so angry. Um, so then that program just taught me, hey, you know, you you can't really be doing all that. You got to dial it back a little bit, son. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was in, I was in ISS. I don't that's in school suspension i got out of school suspension all that i was a bad kid <laughs> when you when you went through the
2: program did it sort of click in and go actually yeah i was a bit of a dick there or yeah. were you still sort
3: of figuring all that out like at first when i went i was like i don't need this man i'm fine you know whatever but then like over time i was like all right this group is actually pretty nice like they would um they would take us out on like field trips, like this was like out of school stuff. So we would go on like Saturdays. Um, So they would take us to like um, like black history museums because it was mainly just like a black uh, black people group. Um, So they took us to black history museums and just taught us how to be black men growing up in this world, basically. And some of the stuff I was doing in school, would throw me in jail when i got older kind of thing so they were just like you can't do that (laughs) basically when when you were sort of in school and i know you said
2: that you 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 had loggerheads with teachers and stuff but what stuff were you doing in school that you thought would lead on to a career what was some of the stuff in school that you really loved to do
3: honestly nothing really (laughs) school school, i'm not i'm not into schools (laughs) at all so when you know i had a regular um elementary school and middle school but when i went to high school i went to a performing arts high school and that's when i decided i'm like okay i want to do stuff in entertainment because my first two classes of the day were like acting classes and then like theater classes um so after that i was like okay this is the only thing i love about coming to this school for it so i have to do something related to entertainment after i graduate um so that's when i started my youtube channel i started my youtube channel right after i took acting classes basically what were some of the highlights from your time
2: doing acting classes any particular plays or productions that you did that stood out
3: you know, I didn't really do any plays like that because I actually enjoyed more of the behind-the-scenes stuff. So, like, we would do like lighting and all that, like blocking for the uh, for the plays and stuff like that. But in my acting classes, improv was my absolute favorite because they just let us do and say whatever. Like my teacher was very chill. Like he was like, I don't care if you cuss as long as it's not at me type of thing. Like he did not care. So the improv stuff was always my favorite. Those were the only classes I really passed too.
2: <laughs> so coming back to being a wrestling fan, what sort of tapped you into to becoming a fan?
3: I think, oh, so before I like really got into it in like 2008 and 2009, my aunt took me to a live event. Um, and that was in like 2007 2008. And I, I just really liked it. I was like, okay, I'm liking the stuff. I, I knew a couple wrestlers because I had played the video games before, um, but I, it was just one day I was at home and I was sick. And I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't do anything except just sit down and watch TV all day. And then SmackDown was on. And I was like, oh, you know, I, I've seen WWE. I've heard about it. You know, I've been to the live event. So I just watched it. And the first match that like got me hooked was Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental Championship. I don't remember exactly which which match it was because uh, they had a couple IC title matches in between there. Uh, but that match was so good and it hooked me forever. And then I just watched every single week after that Uh, i want to talk about the early days of your youtube channel but now we've
2: kind of established where your fandom started let's move on to to your second match uh so we've had cody we have had seth rollins from hell in a cell uh what's another match that you'd like to watch on a as i say metaphorical desert island brandon
3: I think I got to go with, it's another Seth Rollins match, but I think I got to go with Seth Rollins versus John Cena versus Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. That match is so much fun.
2: I love it. That's the second time in, I think, maybe a week that that match has come up, which I, really? I and, and it hasn't come up ever before, and now it's come up twice
3: in two weeks. I love that. I like when that happens. It's um, a really good match. Like oh I, I saw it. I saw someone talking about it on Twitter like a year ago, and I was like, "Oh, okay." It's been a couple of years since I've seen it. I'm gonna rewatch it. I rewatched it and re-fell in love with it. It's just it's just chaos from the get. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about? Obviously, there's chaos
2: throughout the match. Is there a particular a moment or a point in that match that you particularly enjoy
3: you know Seth's just going through that table <laughs> going through the announce table I forgot exactly who was on that table uh, but that moment just lit me up for whatever reason it was because it was all chaos from the beginning to that moment and then I feel like that was just like the exclamation mark on that
2: <laughs> it, from, the, from the moment it started it was just like non-stop energy all the way through Yeah, like some of the best matches are like that as well exactly uh, thoughts on, on a possible John Cena WrestleMania return there's a lot of conversations about big returns happening around wrestlemania john cena versus either logan paul or austin theory which is a, a mad combo uh,
3: <laughs> thoughts on, on a possible uh, john cena comeback at mania sir so. i'm i'm always excited for a john cena return he's just one of my favorites ever like i see i feel like john cena is like the main character of wwe in a way like when you see him I, it kind of feels like his show that's just my opinion um but I'm very excited. I think John is the greatest WWE superstar of all time. I don't think he's like the best wrestler of all time or anything, but I think when you look at WWE and you say, who, who do you see when you see WWE? I think of John Cena. I mean, especially cause he was at the top when I started watching. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm always excited for a John Cena return. <laughs>
1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Why
0: don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials?
2: Brandon Does Everything was a little bit of like a, I'm just going to try and see what sticks here. Uh, when, When you sort of started your YouTube journey, was there a plan in mind or was it, as we say, let's just throw everything at the wall and see what people bite on?
3: So at the beginning, I was really into like Minecraft, Call of Duty, all that, right? So that was all I was posting. And I was mainly just like making videos with my friends so we can have like funny moments to watch back like years uh, years from now. And like I would play Call of Duty so they could see some of the clips I was getting. Um, and then over time, it just wasn't like working out the way I wanted it to. And I was like, okay, I'm not gonna play Minecraft. I'm not gonna play Call of Duty. What is something that I like truly care about that I could talk about like effort effortlessly and then i was like it's got to be wwe and then the first video I made uh, about WWE, it blew all my other videos out of the water. And keep in mind, it wasn't a lot of views. I think it was like a thousand views at the time, but the the Minecraft and Call of Duty stuff was getting like 300 views. So in comparison, I was mind blown. After that, I was like, all right, yeah, we're moving on. <laughs>
2: so you, because you do that first video and you're like, okay, this is where we go. And then you, I don't know whether this was the same with you, but I know other creators will go, I had this one video that blew up. I did it again the next time and nobody cared mm. and you kind of doubt yourself did you go through a similar process after that you that wrestling video blew up
3: you know, it was it was interesting because I almost didn't want to believe that WWE was doing better because not that I didn't want to be a WWE creator, but I was just really interested in Call of Duty and Minecraft and stuff like that. So I really wanted that to be the main thing. So like I did a couple videos after that that weren't wrestling. And then the next time I posted one, it did the same thing. Like it did way better than all the other ones. And then I then I just had to let my ego go. I was like, all right, yeah, we're we're going in this direction from now on. Um but yeah I feel like every I feel like every creator goes through that like uh, I don't really know if this is the direction I want to go in. You
2: know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, it's a you, you're constantly it's a fight between sort of what you believe is going to be the future and of course obeying the almighty algorithm of YouTube. Oh, of like, course, whatever you whatever you've got planned, they might just go. Oh, we've changed the rules now. We won't tell yeah. you what they are. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it again. <laughs> All right, I guess. But at this point, though, when you started out, there was there was there was the the YouTube population was getting quite dense Mm -hmm. so had the youtube journey not worked
3: out for you what do you see you would have gone on to do so i i ended up going to college for like a couple weeks i was only in there for maybe like two three weeks um, and then I was like, this is just not for me. I was going to be an IT technician and I was—I just wasn't happy with it. Um, so honestly, I probably, if YouTube didn't work out, I probably just would've went back to college to be in IT, but then I probably would've just Try to be an actor from then because I've always liked, you know, doing acting and stuff like that. That's never really faded, even till now. Um, so I feel like those would have been my two backup plans. Who has been um, an acting inspiration to you? Uh, honestly, a lot of people. Like, I take inspiration from everyone. Like, I try and learn something when I'm like watching movies, but a lot of people stand out like, I love um, Leonardo DiCaprio's acting. Like I don't know, there's something about his movies that captivate me sometimes. Uh, Morgan Freeman, the goat. <laughs> Obviously, um, I'm a big Marvel nerd. I love superhero movies. Um, I love Robert Downey Jr. Um, I think Zendaya is great. Um, I can I can keep going. I can keep going. <laughs> is that something that you still would like to pursue further? Oh yes, of course. Like if if I got an acting opportunity, I would take it in a heartbeat. Like I, I'm really not picky about certain roles cause I'm just trying to get like my foot in the door. So I've done like music videos. Um, and like the biggest thing I've done was being in the WWE 2K22 commercial. Um, so my, my next goal is to be in another 2K commercial, but with a speaking role. <laughs> so for those who might've missed it, uh, tell us where we can spot you in the 2K commercial. Um, So in the 2K22 commercial, um, they dropped, like, two of them. So in the first one, you can see me just, like, walking by with, like, a clothes rack, and then that's it. (laughs) And then the second one that they dropped, um, I'm in the beginning and in the end, like you could see me running um, with like Xavier Woods, Alexa Bliss and stuff like that. And then at the very end, when all of us are running towards the end, it's like uh, if anyone's looking for it, it's like the commercial where Rey Mysterio jumps over Tim the Tap Man. <laughs> yeah. And then you could just see all of us running towards the camera and I'm in the very front. How was that as a as a process then? How did that come
2: about? And, and how was the day filming that that commercial?
3: So it kind of came about like not at the last minute, but it was something. Shout out to Kami. That's who hooked it up. Um, so someone from 2K at the time, she was working there. And I let her know that I really want to be in a commercial at some point. Um, and then she was pushing for it hard for like maybe months. Um, and then she emailed or she dm me one day and was just like hey it's happening we need you to come out like next week <laughs> so we just i was like bet say less <laughs> so i we flew out to california and the day of shooting was so fun like everyone was super nice um woods uh recognized me from some videos we've done in the past um so he's just introducing me to everyone which is super nice of him he even got me in more scenes because i was only supposed to be in like one or two scenes and um, at the end he just went up to the director and was like, hey this guy plays this game religiously he needs to be in the front So if, if it wasn't for woods I wouldn't have been in that commercial like at the end so oh, shout out to him Oh what a guy I, I love yeah. and I love
2: that that's the the commitment that you've had to the games and stuff rewarded yeah by the guy really nice. Yeah. I, th- I think when it comes to the games and and, and obviously I don't want to put you in any hot water with with any but I'm sure you have your opinions on it. Oh, we, yeah. uh, weren't we weren't we were relieved when 2K22 <laughs> came out yes. and it was good. weren't we relieved oh Brandon?
3: <laughs> you, you don't understand. So like I love I love 2K19, that's my game, right? I played that. that's yeah. brilliant, it's so I good. love that one, I, I played it all the time. It was like, even when 2K20 was out, I was still playing 19 on the channel, just cause I loved that one so much. Um, but when 2K20 was out and it was just trash, the 2K knows how I feel about it. So like that's that right. 2K20 was trash and I hated it, but I was, it, in a way, Since 2K21 got canceled, it made me like rethink my content. I'm like, okay, if this is the game we're stuck with for like another year, then I gotta get creative. Like the ideas need to get better. The videos need to get better. Everything needs to get better or else people are just not gonna watch until the next one comes out. Um, So when 2K20 was um, in development and they let us play it early, and then they let us give our opinions on it before like the game was out. I was super nervous dropping that video because I was saying how good 2K22 was. And if other people didn't agree, then that would have looked bad. <laughs> but I was happy that
2: it was a good game. With 2K, I mean, the, the, obviously you say it made you pivot in terms of your content because you would thought, okay, well, this is the game we've got now for a bit did you notice how because we tend to as people sort of gravitate to bad news mm. and when things are a bit shit people quite like clicking was there a temptation to to, to really push that even further and do videos that really ran down to k20 with knowing that there would be certainly a a, a hate click intrigue to doing it or not you know
3: i don't even i don't really know to be honest i think So at the time, the content I was making before the pivot, I was making like um, my career content, but the my career mode had obviously ended way, way long ago. So I was just like stretching it on and I was like making up my own stories and I had a lot of fun with that. But then I noticed there was just a glass ceiling, like the the views got better over time, but nothing would break like over like 60,000 views. And I just wasn't satisfied with that. I was like, I know I can do better than that. Um, so then I started taking like YouTube classes just to learn more about the platform that I'm on and you know creating content about. Um, and then after that, my my coach he was just like, you gotta pivot, you gotta make just one-off kind of videos that you watch one time and you never need to watch it again, kind of thing. Um, like evergreen videos. That's the one I'm looking for. It. Yeah, looking for make some evergreen content. So after that, the ideas just got more creative. And then I just found it more fun to do it that way instead of the way i was doing it before you've had uh, ricochet
2: on your channel recently which was a Mm -hmm. delight um how has that come together with you and you and trevor hanging out
3: so that that one kind of happened out of nowhere because he followed me on twitter like a year ago and but we never like really spoke he just followed me um and then one day he tweeted something and then i just said you're the go or something like that because ricochet is can I, Can I cuss? Oh something? yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, bet, bet, yeah. Ricochet's the fucking goat. He's the man. <laughs> <laughs> so like, he, I, I, just, I just love his in-ring work. So I just, I was just praising him on Twitter, and then he DM'd me something funny. I won't share what it was because they might get him in trouble. But it was a little funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we just started talking from there. And then he was telling me that he's been playing 2K more often. Um, and then you know, I had to slide in there. I was like, all right, well, if you've been playing the game, do you want to hop on the channel? And he was happy to do it. Um so we flew out. we flew out to his house, got it recorded, and it was so much fun. He seems like such a good bloke to work with. Yeah, he's he's I don't know what I was expecting. You never know with that kind of thing. But we we finished filming in like 30, 40 minutes and um he just asked what me and my cameraman were doing for the rest of the day. And I was like that's the only thing I came out here for like we flew I live in Ohio and we flew all the way out to Vegas so that's like a couple hour trip Um, and he was like oh well you guys can just chill here so we were just in his house chilling for a couple hours Oh, (laughs) nice yeah he's a cool dude what sort of what what sort of fun stuff has Ricochet
2: got at his house he oh so not to encourage anybody to rob him or anything but (laughs) just he
3: has like all his like basically memorabilia that he's won over the years so i was kind of nerding out about that like he had like new japan stuff in there um wwe titles that he's won and he's like got them hanging up um and he's big into video games and anime so there was a lot of that stuff around so i was i was having a blast
2: (laughs) yeah that that sounds exactly what i expected ricochet's house to be like yeah which i'm I'm good about i'm good about (laughs) uh let's see your third and final match then my friend so we've had uh cody rhodes and seth Rollins hell in a cell complete with falling tits uh, we've had Brock Lesnar versus John Cena versus Seth Rollins from the Royal Rumble what
3: would you like your third and final match to be brandon all right my third and final match is a match that i show to my friends who've never watched wrestling before i fi- i find this match maybe my favorite match ever but I'd have to think about it a little longer. Um, I got to say Andrade versus Johnny Gargano at TakeOver. Oh. That match is incredible. Oh, incredible. Wow! The, the fall in that match got me. It still gets me sometimes if I haven't watched it in a while. It's so good. Johnny Gargano got this amazing rep in, in NXT for
2: just having these 40 50 minute blockbusters that are loaded with false finishes. Yes. And I'm, I'm excited when we let him go and let him do that on wwe's main roster
3: (laughs) yeah like i don't really know what they're doing with him right now Mm. but i'm just waiting for johnny takeover again (laughs) (laughs) which
2: which false finish gets you every
3: time in that match you know i it's it's one closer to the end i think andrade I can't remember if it's Andrade or Johnny that did it, but someone hit their finish and you think the match is over and the crowd thinks it's over too. Go for the pin, kick out, and the crowd erupts. I'd, I'd have to watch it again. It's been a couple months since I've seen it, but there were it was just that one falsy at the end. It just got me. I think it might have been the last falsy of the match, but I just thought the match was over. <laughs> what have you made of the... Uh,
2: since that match, obviously, NXT looks very different. Uh, what mm. have you made as a, as a fan of the 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 pivots for nxt to 2.0 and then sort of to this new
3: white and gold era that we're kind of apparently in it's it's interesting because I'm a big fan of the black and gold era. I think that that NXT just had so many special moments, so many great matches. Like that around that time, I was way more interested in the NXT pay-per-views than the main roster pay-per-views, and I'm sure a lot of people feel the same. Uh but the the switch has been interesting to me cuz I think it's I think it almost needed it because towards the end, like when when NXT went to like USA, it got interesting you know it wasn't the greatest product ever uh but I think the the switch has been interesting because I love the characters I just I don't know I feel like it's a nice break from wrestling if that makes sense yes because <laughs> the main roster and like AEW has their style and I feel like NXT has their own style too I just feel like if you got nothing else to do for an hour or two NXT is the jam <laughs> that's
2: it That's a, that's a nice way of putting it it feels like a very different sort of um bit of the galaxy, a very different, a very different planet to the rest yeah, of the universe, and I think it really does. <laughs> it's important to see that. It's important to see that, and it's important to look out for Brandon, who will be front and center at the Royal Rumble <laughs> on Saturday. Uh, we are so glad that on route to Texas, you called by Cultaholic Island to share of your favourite matches with us. Honestly, <laughs> uh, you are—you know—you're somebody that we—I put out a tweet a while ago that said, "Who do you want to see uh, pop up on Cultaholic Island?" And the amount of people that this said, "Well, why has why haven't you been on?" yet like and i was like well this is this is a right that needs the wrong that needs to be righted and uh, i'm glad that we have but for people who are still learning about uh, who are learning about you want to learn more and see what you do let's send them your way where can people find you brandon People can
3: find me on YouTube. It's just BDE. And you can find me everywhere else from there. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Brandon D. I think that's what it is. <laughs> that is the one. That is
2: the one. All right. man, man, man. And if you see him on the hard cam, scan the QR code. It's not a trap. Yes, of course. Of course. I, It'll I, take I, you
3: right to the YouTube channel. I, yeah.
2: uh, I upset some people with a QR code just before Christmas, Brandon. So uh, <laughs> I, I had it on a mug during a news video. And it took people to Spotify and played Wham last Christmas. <laughs> uh, I don't know whether it's the same over over there, but over here, uh, there's, a, there's a very British game played called Whamageddon where mm. you have to go as long as you can in the Christmas season without hearing Last Christmas by Wham. <laughs> and if you hear it, then you're out of the game. So I, I ruined about 4,000 people's oh, games of no. I'm a bit of an arse, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> that's but...
3: okay. That's okay. You have fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I had a lovely time. But, but if you see Brandon's QR code, scan it. It won't take you to Wham. It'll take you to (laughs) Only good
3: stuff (laughs) only good stuff great videos over there